FYI, this podcast contains spoilers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 73 of the podcast that goes snicked. Snicked. I'm your host, Jason Venable, with Denise Venable. So we're here to talk about the brand new, all new, whatever's going on, the Wolverine number no, one. No, 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 no. We're not here to discuss it. I'm here to bash it. Anyway, um, uh, brand new Wolverine number one. I guess the new season of Wolverine. I did find it interesting that's, in the... Uh, that's kind of how I'm looking at So how do you feel about that? In the digital download, it says Wolverine parentheses 2014 dash. That's it. Dash. Because I don't know when it's going to end yet. I think it's going to. I can tell you right like now, it probably needs to end after issue one. <laughs> oh goodness. Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, other people have talked about this, and Paul Cornell kind of mentioned it in an interview. An interview I read, which is on uh, the Facebook page. No one really asked him. He just kind of referred to this as the new season of Wolverine, and there's been a lot of talk. New season is in like a TV show season. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of talk in the comic industry that there's a lot of people not, but a lot of people in favor of kind of doing books like that. Instead of rebooting regularly, you just treat it like a season. I can so see you that. Have like one, three, whatever, and then you kind of kick it off and start it over with a new number one. I'd be groovy with like volume one, issue one, you know, or volume three, issue 14. Like decide right. how many issues go in a volume anyway this is wolverine volume six <laughs> number one yeah it is written by paul cornell pencils by ryan stegman inks by mark morales colors by david curiel uh letters by vcs Corey pettit woohoo <laughs> and the cover is by ryan stegman and edgar delgado on this cover, we have a red concrete back or a red wall with bullet holes and cracks in it. And then we have like half a Wolverine in his new costume. You uh, have like two thirds. You have his claws out and he's holding a gun, a handgun. And because he's apparently a big Pulp Fiction fan, he has a toothpick in his mouth. Ugh. <laughs> I remember in 1996, which is a little bit, Pulp Fiction had already been out a couple of years. I remember in 1996, almost that whole year, maybe 95. You walked around with a toothpick in your mouth? Oh, yeah. Yep, all the time. Uh-huh. I, I have a picture ha- of you, Thug Daddy, with a toothpick in your mouth. Oh, did I put it? <laughs> yes, you right, did. I did. I forgot about that. Yeah, but that you was should just, post that on the Facebook page. That was page. just for your photo album. This was like for everyday life. I still love that Thug Daddy photo. <laughs> and I had a, uh, a little toothpick holder. From Nashville. It was made out of wood. Someone got it at a gift shop for me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't meet you then. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Wolverine apparently needs a toothpick to chew on. Apparently. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, we'll talk more about the new costume when we actually see all of it. Uh, This cover is good. Not great. I don't know if I just saw it too much. This has been like the image that's been plastered everywhere to get ready for this series. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I don't follow all the comic book stuff that you do. So this was the first time I saw it. 
And my initial reaction was Ugg. I don't say Ugg. I no, I said Ugg because he has a gun. We'll talk more about that. Let's save that for the part of the story. Okay. Okay. So anyway, cover by Stegman is pretty good. Not great. It's just not very... It's Ugg. It's not as interesting as I think they were hoping it would be. It doesn't make me want to turn the page. <laughs> no, it doesn't. The color work, I like the color scheme of it. I like the cut, well, even though it's McDonald's colors, it's supposed to make you hungry and angry all at the same time. <laughs> so you can beat a clown. I like the, you know, color scheme and the color theory behind it, but yeah, all I can think of is McDonald's. Interesting. I never once thought of McDonald's. <laughs> Anytime I see red and yellow together, I'm like, oh, McDonald's, hungry and angry all at the same yeah. time. I'm more likely to think of the Atlanta Hawks. No, sorry. That does not pop into my head. I Dominique and Spud Webb. I obviously work in restaurant advertising entirely too much. Uh, yes, way too much. Anyway, so remember, of course, we just got done with Killable. That ended the last series. It was Killable. Wolverine does not have a healing factor. Captain and Obvious. we ended the series with The Wolverine is Dead. And this one starts with Long Live the Wolverine. An interesting turn of phrase. Kind of the king is dead, along with the king. Just saying that Wolverine can't really die. Something's going to take its place. Uh-huh. So we have a new Wolverine. So we open up to a full page spread. And I really like and don't like this panel. Okay, what don't you like about it? Well, let's talk about what I do like first. Okay. I, I love Ryan Stegman as an artist. I guess okay. work on Superior Spider-Man is amazing. Okay. Uh, we'll talk more about it through this issue kind of when we get to the end. But I really like his Wolverine in costume. And I actually like the new costume. The um, metal robotic. It's like having a shin guard, but for your forearm. Or your whole body. Uh, it's not all metal. I mean, it's definitely armor. He has armor. I think that makes sense. Not... I mean, to me, it's like he doesn't have to lose his healing factor to get armor. Because just because you can heal doesn't mean it doesn't hurt to get shot. Right. And so it would have made sense to have some kind of armor this whole time. I know that Wolverine likes to use his pain to focus him. Right. So he wants a certain amount of pain. But at the same time, he, he gets shot through the chest. Like, however long it takes to heal, that's how long he's missing in action. Like, someone, can get, someone else can get killed, kidnapped. While he's healing from a mortal gunshot wound, if he had armor, there's less likely for that to happen. I do like the evolution of the fact that his costume became armor since he is killable. Yes. No, I like it too. Um, I like the color scheme. I like the design of it with the X. Looks cool. I think it's a cool looking costume. What I'm not a fan of is his claws coming out of the back of his forearm and not the back of his hand. Well now, okay, so what are these little lines? Those are, action, those are action lines. Okay, I don't like how they're connected to his hand because it does. It makes it appear as if he's got random extra claws. No, I'm fine with that. I think it looks good. I just don't like how the claws clearly come out of his skin or out of his body. In his forearm? Like pretty far back on the arm. I mean, that's like, it comes back like right here, like in the middle of your, between your elbow and your wrist. Right. Yeah, his claws don't come out there. No, they should be out of the back of his hand. Yeah. Um, and they don't say anything about it. No, like, oh, well, you know, this is why they're like that. They 
Hopefully, in the next couple of issues, we'll get some kind of explanation. Hopefully, this isn't just them. I have a feeling running this crazy is them. with artistic license because it doesn't really work. I mean, if anything, like I can understand, like, oh, I don't want the claws always coming out of my hand. So maybe they're not really his claws. Like they're just they're part of the armor. I'm just saying. All I know is if, if you just lost your healing factor. Then the last thing you want to do is have a massive major surgery so that your claws can come out in a different place. Overall, I actually really like this panel. It's just the claws drive me crazy. All right, so we see Wolverine. He's uh, cutting some stuff up. He's on a new team. And we meet one of the first guys of this team without a name. He's and he, this one drove me crazy. He's a guy. He has a must. Or I guess he has a goatee and a hoodie. Unzipped and a really with no shirt. Bad tattoo. He has a tattoo that says I fight evil with evil. And he shoots lightning bolts or something. He has hobo gloves on. Or rad motorcycle gloves if you're in the mid eighties. Oh my goodness. I, I, I hate this I hate the way this guy is drawn. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't unless you know how to draw and color a tattoo, it shouldn't exist. And I don't feel like there's so many inconsistencies with this tattoo throughout the book. I just wish they would you have think like. So? I don't really. Yes, there's so many inconsistencies, especially when he's flying away from you. Oh, even on this page, it changes fonts. Yes, <laughs> and it's it's a solid color. A tattoo is not a solid color. Like it can be if it's dark. Okay, ink and dark look at enough. look at the page where he's got his hand up. That the type is sitting on top of his skin. Yes, it, it doesn't. Is. It looks overlaid. Yes, it does not bend with like his musculature, whatever the. Right. Yeah. It looks anyway, bad. it looks bad. I, I it's a bad tattoo. You need I to go on bad ink and get that fixed. Yeah, I would have preferred like no tattoo or a smaller tattoo, like. Right. I don't like that, and you're right. The font changes not just in the same page, but it changes throughout the entire book. But I digress. All right. So then we meet another of his new team. Uh, this girl, we don't know what she does yet, but they come up to this vault, and they want to get in, so they meet another new guy, Fuel, and Fuel is going to supercharge the team, and while Wolverine's getting supercharged, he's making out with the girl. Her name is Pinch. Oh, okay. Pinch. Is yeah. that a reference to a JJ? We're not going there. <laughs> She'll help you out in a pinch. Right. So anyway, uh, Fuel tells them to get a room. We still don't r- r- get the yellow hoodies guy's name. Oh, um, his name is... Uh, we do find out about it, though. I just don't remember it. It's that memorable. Yeah. So anyway, they open in the vault, and they're in a company called Stratus, and they fight the security guards, and we can get our title, Rogue Logan, part one of four. Oh, I have to sit through three more of these? Yep, at least... Um, so we find out that Fuel gave them quadruple speed. Ooh. So they're moving really fast, and you can even see the lightning on everybody, wow. like the flash. Mm. So they get through the guards. Uh, Pinch apparently has some kind of force field or something. I think she can damage people's nerves to keep them from moving. And what's coming out of this guy's shoulder? I have no idea. Or going but, into his shoulder. But Wolverine tells her, um, hey, well, he basically he's down. Says, Don't kill him. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, you trust me? I just want to kill the nerve endings in his shooting hand. Right. So I think she kind of shocks him with electricity. Yeah, but that's obviously something either going into or coming out of his shoulder. 
Yeah, I just think it's bad. Okay. I would have preferred the bubble around her hand, and that's it. Oh, Lost Boy. That's his name. That's his I name. I don't like that name. I don't either, especially with his bad tattoo. Yeah. That goes from a very gothic font to a very just sans serif. Yeah, but apparently... Or serif font, I'm sorry. Yeah. Apparently he can fly. Well, he, well or he's got to get Wolverine to throw him. Yeah, but then he flies anyway. So, but Wolverine gives him a fastball special. Uh, uh, this part is kind of funny. Lost Boy's like, okay, just don't say it. And Wolverine throws him and says, fastball special. And he says, nobody listens. I didn't, oh, uh, you know, I forgot to point out about the claws earlier. When Wolverine pulls the claws in, they don't come all the way in. Huh? Like when he shees them, the tips are still sticking out of the... Oh. The funnels or whatever you want to call those. Don't like that. I think that part's kind of cool, actually. Maybe they aren't real claws. Maybe they aren't I, I'm his I'm thinking claws. maybe they aren't his claws. But then because you have to explain where he got extra adamantium. Well, no, but, okay, this makes sense. It hurts. Like, he's got, he doesn't have a healing factor. Right, he so it's a way. Right, so it's a way of popping the claws without. Without popping the claws. It's a way of popping the cherry without really popping it. I'm editing that out. <laughs> I don't like that. Um. Anyway, so when Lost Boy apparently can shoot things out of his fingertips. And he, and goes, he likes to go pew, 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 pew. He's 12. That's why he's called Lost Boy. So we go to New York, we find out, oh, we, this whole time someone has been monitoring them. We find out the bad guy's name is Offer, and he's meeting with a representative of Sabretooth. Because Sabretooth wants Wolverine to work for him, interestingly enough. Um, didn't Wolverine and Sabretooth have this big whole thing where Sabretooth was like, I'm just going to watch you die. Oh well, yeah, but now he, he wants to use him, I guess. Anyway, we find out about Offer. I think it's funny because he goes, why do you think people call me the Offer? Ooh, because you off them? I actually thought that was kind of funny. And the guy's like, everyone says that. I got to find a better name for when I'm on the job. I thought that was pretty clever. But his powers are, he can make an offer you can't refuse. And he, he is kind of big. So he's the godfather. And but, he's got a talent. But he's the magic yeah. godfather. His hair needs to be darker. He'd be more believable if his hair was darker and slick back. Right. He's just got the slick back. So we find out. And that, he needs a bowl of pasta. So we find out that their mission that Wolverine's new team is on is to break out one of Sabretooth's hand ninjas. Hmm. And Wolverine's okay with this? Well, apparently. Okay. It's part of the offer. We get a slunk. Yes. That's him slicing open door number 19. What's behind door number 19? I don't know, Pat. Let's talk about it. Anyway, this ninja is the reflex. He's part of the 13 hand or whatever. He's one of Sabretooth's guys. And he's pooping out a piece of fabric. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just floating toilet paper. <laughs> Could he it not is, hold it? It follows him around so he can just have automatically wipe himself whenever he wants. Anyway, he looks more like a overgrown Jawa than a ninja. It's like an Ewok. No, Jawa. An Ewok. Ewoks don't have pointy hoods. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Okay, whatever. And go watch Return of the Jedi. There's not a single pointy hood in all of Ewok Village. If I find one, you owe me something. Okay, I owe you jack squat because you're not going to find one. <laughs> I'll find one. Nope. Some prop guy messed up somewhere. <laughs> anyway, Wolverine takes a choom to the chest. Boom. Everybody's worried about him. 
Uh-oh. And then we get five weeks ago, we see Wolverine with a big scar across his right eye from Sabretooth. Now, don't you think he would have lost the eye? Probably, with no healing factor. That scar is pretty deep. He should probably be blind in one eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Anyway, they're back at the Guernica Bar with Storm. And she's worried about him. I actually like the way Cornell writes Storm. I liked it in the last series, too. Yeah, there's a very humane side about her. Yes. So as much as I like Stegman as Wolverine in the suit. I don't like him as Logan. I don't mind him so much, but his hair is a little... It's like Beast from the 90s X-Men cartoon. I get so bushy and so perfectly, like, makes a little bow. There's no way he could squeeze that into any kind of costume. He, I, he does look like an animal. Yes, I don't mind the face. This face of him smiling, smiling looks kind of dumb. Yeah, I didn't like that. I, I actually thought that his face without the mask doesn't. If I overlaid the face, the face in the mask, that they don't match up. I don't know. He's got a pretty big head. Well, yeah, but like I feel like his nose and his costume is a whole lot thinner than his nose without the costume. Maybe a little bit. Anyway, um. Storms pushes him on the question of, you said the Wolverine was dead. And Wolverine just says, yeah, I was being a drama queen. Oh, my goodness. Excuse my yawn. Mm-hmm. So That's anyway, I feel about this Dr. Time. Frankenstein shows up. They talk about some stuff. She really wanted to bring Wolverine back to life. All right, so this panel, I really don't like his hair. I don't like the panel at, at the, the bottom where it's all fuzzy. I get that it's supposed to be like... It's the end of the flashback. No, it's not. Oh, it's, you're right. All right, so Wolverine puts on his green... I actually like the way he looks in the hoodie, except for he's got like the green goblin hoodie. <laughs> I've never had a hoodie do that at the back. No, well, where do you think all that hair goes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then the storm basically says, have you thought about being mortal? She actually says a really good line. So Cor- Cornell shows that he still has writing chops here. Yeah. And he says... Uh, the thing about being mortal is now you actually have a future, a shape to your life. So there's like there's a beginning and an end. Right. Tell me you've been thinking about that. And we get some inner thought of Wolverine and he kind of imagines what growing old would be like. He sees himself like having a kid. And then he's hanging out with Cyclops at the X-Men ball. And Cyclops looks like he's 28 and Wolverine looks like he's 48. No, Wolverine's older than Cyclops anyway. Okay. No. And then we see Old Man Logan, not the the miniseries, but just... I think he's in his 70s. Yeah. And there's people dressed up in old X-Men costumes, giving him like a roast, it looks like. And they're taking selfies. Yes. And Wolverine looks like he would be, which is a grumpy old man. Yes. Yep. And so we see that Wolverine's been thinking about it. So we switch over... And Wolverine is having Black Widow teach him how to shoot. Mm-hmm. And they have target practice on her uh, life model decoy because he needs a moving target and one that would unnerve him to shoot at. So I actually kind of like Wolverine trying to learn how to use a gun. I don't. For the same reason, I don't think it fits his character, but at the same time, like we talked about earlier, he doesn't want to pop his claws because it hurts and it keeps his hand from healing. So he needs another way to fight. I would have preferred him to, like, take up, like... I would have preferred him, even though you make fun of it all the time, to have brought back some sword play. Yes. But I think 
He's staying away from swords after the whole fiasco of the last series. Okay, but I get that. But what does Raphael use? The Ninja Turtle? Size. Yes, I would have completely, like, a sigh seems like the next evolution for him, other than a gun. A gun doesn't seem like the next step to him. I can see I don't want the sword, I'll use a sigh. It's kind of like claws. And it kind of goes back to his time in Japan. I think he wants to not get in his close quarters. I, which I don't really know if I buy that either, because he well, likes he being had the in claws. close quarters. He had the claws, he had to get close to use them. Right. Like, I just, I, I don't believe that anymore. Yeah, but it also hurts. He also took a beating when he did it. He just didn't care because he had a healing factor. Yeah, I just, it doesn't seem, now granted, he says something that I handled enough during World War Two. Okay, great. So he's handled a gun in World War Two, but I, right. I don't like it. I don't think it's Wolverine. No, to me, it would have made more sense for him to refocus on his martial arts, his samurai fighting. Like, yes. Like, yes, I can't get as hurt because it, I don't heal as fast. So I'm just going to learn how to be a better fighter. I'm going to get back in touch with my old skills of just fighting well and efficiently and not I would have so recklessly. this whole thing for him to use the gun and go, this isn't me. And then that's how we discover that they built an armor and he's getting back into his ninja ways and... Right. Blah, blah, blah. I will say this panel of kind of an upward shot, of, and we just see the gunfire. I think it's very well drawn. It doesn't really make me think of Wolverine. No. But if that was a different character, I would say that is an awesome panel. Well, and I don't like the panel below it. He looks like a Neanderthal. Oh, no, but uh, Stegman's drawing him a little more brutish. He already said that. Yeah, so, I don't like it. I don't mind it so much. Uh, he said he wanted to make him a little uglier and squattier. Kind of go back to his roots a little bit. Mm. It fits his older version. Don't like it. I don't mind it. I kind of like it. All right, so we go back to the present. And Jay Leno, I mean uh, Wolverine, the chin. Uh, oh basically, goodness. his teammates it's are helping him up. three feet long. Yeah. And so they're they're escaping with the ninja, and apparently Stratus was in a space station. And so they get in a little space car, and they boogie, they boogie out. So Sabretooth's rep says he's on a deadline. Um, Wolverine now, thanks his teammates for saving him, his new teammates. Okay, but let's look at this panel. And right, this is the Backstreet Boy here. He totally. I have theme music for this. This is taking too long. I thought I, I'd queued it up to the Obviously right point. Obviously not. I had queued it up to the right point. That was worth it. He so looks like a Backstreet Boy. You, his hair is very... All you people, can't you see? Can't you see? So then we find out that the Sabretooth representative is actually a fake. He's a reporter from the Daily Bugle. Oops. And the offer is going to take care of him. And he says, Wolverine, it doesn't concern you, but Wolverine goes in. And the hand ninja is choking him. And Wolverine pulls on his mask. And the reporter says, Wolverine, help me. I don't understand this conversation with Wolverine. If you're right. undercover... If you're under some sort of control, you've got to break out of it now. Is he talking to himself? I don't know what he's talking about. I think he is talking to himself, but it's almost like he's talking to the reader. 
Like, mm, these are the reasons you would think I'm on a bad team. I'm undercover. I'm going to turn on them. Or I'm under my control. Because real Wolverine would never do this. And this is Cornell's way of saying for this story that, yeah, Wolverine is really doing this. It's really Wolverine. And he shoots the reporter in the head. In a pretty cool panel. I like the layout of that. But he says, don't worry. They aren't going to kill you, blam. I am. And that gun has one hell of a smoke trail. Yeah, so, first part of a new series kicking off. So, all right. Overall, like I said, I'm a huge Stegman fan. This art's really good. It's not quite as awesome as the stuff he did on Superior Spider-Man. I don't know if it's the inker. It's just not as edgy. Uh, what do you think of the art? This is kind of your first exposure to Ryan Stegman. I don't like it. Really? At all. Really? I thought it was inconsistent between panel to panel on certain characters. And on top of all that, I'm not a big fan of the way he over-exaggerates certain aspects of people. I just didn't dig it. I mean, overall, if I had to grade it, I'd give it a B- minus as far as art goes. But there are so many things I was nitpicking, it's hard to even give it a B. Well, other than Wolverine's hair, I thought the art was really good. Like I said, it's not... It doesn't. It doesn't look as Stegman-y as Ryan Stegman usually does. Well, I don't like the tattoo, no, and that's the, the part is, is bad. I wonder if he even did that. Like it's so looks like it's just overlaid. I wonder if the letter did that. I don't like it. Like yeah. I would have preferred nothing. I agree. Or um, you know, a tramp stamp, something that would have been easy to draw on the character over and over again. Yeah, it's th- never easy to draw typography. Yeah. I feel like the inks are a little too heavy. Yeah. A little too clean. I like Stegman's art a little more uh, edgy, frenetic. This doesn't, it doesn't look as individual as his art usually looks. And I don't know if that's because he's just doing a little bit different for the new book or if that's Morales' his inks kind of overpowering it a little bit. I do really like Curiel's covers. Colors, I mean. I thought the color work was really interesting. It's interesting, but it doesn't make me want to pick up next week's issue and go, hmm. All right, so the story. (laughs) Give me my phone back. No, you can't have it. You've lost phone privileges. No, I haven't. I'm just, I am giving my opinion with background music. Why is, that has nothing to do with anybody's opinion. That is all I could think of. Okay, you brought these home and sat them on the coffee table and I thumbed through them before you ever stuck this thing on the iPad. I didn't even read it. I just glazed over it and my initial reaction was ugh. And all I could think of was this is a Backstreet Boy video. And it is. Go <laughs> go look up. What the hell is this video anyway? I don't know. What is it? Larger Crap. than life. Larger than life. Go look at Larger Than Life and you've just watched the comic. They're out in space, out in space. <laughs> One of the guys who has Wolverine hair is wearing a yellow jumpsuit. Wolverine has a yellow jumpsuit. How many characters are here? Three, four, five. How many Backstreet Boys are there? The team is four people. Okay, how many Backstreet Boys are there? I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of parallels. I think somebody watched way too many Backstreet Boy videos. They had their headphones on. That makes me larger than life. Alright, so um the story is okay. 
It's awful. Yeah, I don't like I'm that really Wolverine is using a gun. If it, Wolverine, I have a feeling Wolverine's going to be a double agent trying to get close no, to Sabretooth. No, he said he's not. So, he is. So what's the, what do you think the offer is, the guy offered that's so good that Wolverine couldn't turn it down? I think he offered to get him close to Sabretooth. And the fact that this guy was not part of a Sabretooth operative is what pushed Wolverine over the edge. I don't know. I don't even know why Wolverine killed him. We'll probably find out that Wolverine has some weird genetic twin. You know, it's funny you say that. One of the theories out there in the, in the internet verse that this, none of this has been the real Wolverine. Oh, uh, well, let me guess. There's a microverse that has created no, 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 a no, no, genetic. No, no, no. I don't subscribe to this theory. I don't really think it holds much water. But there are some people out there. The theory is that um, ever since Age of Ultron ended, we've had a, the uh, the Age of Ultron Wolverine. And he, that when our Wolverine killed that Wolverine, really it was the other way around. Did I even read that comic? No. Okay, that's Nor why none of this should sounds you probably. familiar. It's not that good. <laughs> so is that why he's killable? Oh no, that's because of the micro germs. But really anyway, right, so micro germs. I know that Cornell is trying to put his stamp on the character. Okay, that's what every writer wants to do. They want to make a memorable run, and something different that nobody else has done. I'm just not buying it at this point in Wolverine's history. If he's really wrestling with who, like to me, there's no at this point after what we've been through, after what we've seen in the other books. It doesn't matter how bad Sabretooth whooped his ass or how much he pointed out Wolverine's hypocrisy. He's not going to give up on the school. No, which is basically what it appears he's done. Yes. Because he can't do this and then go back and teach at the school. No. I think we've even had hints. Hey, kids, how was your weekend? Mine was great. That, I killed a guy with a headshot. Then pretty early in the new season of Wolverine and the X-Men, he's actually going to bail to kind of match this story. And so, I don't know, man. I just, I feel like there's a mystery here. No, there's no And we mystery. don't have enough, there's not enough in this to make me feel like this 180 makes sense. I know he wants to be like, oh, oh, look what Wolverine just did. You can't believe it, can you? Don't you want to know why he did that? No. Not really, no. And there's not enough built into this run, even including the whole last series, for any of this to make enough sense to be compelling. Well, and here's I the know thing. Paul Cornell is a big Sarah McLaughlin fan, and he's building a mystery, but this just doesn't... It just There's not enough. We don't get enough reason. We don't get enough insight. We don't get enough inner monologue. We don't get enough anything to make this believable with Wolverine's character. Well, and here's the thing. Everything I've read of Wolverine... Almost every book, there's some internal monologue where he basically whines at himself and he's a little bitch over all the stuff that he's been through and how he doesn't want to be this and he doesn't want to be that, but he has to do this and he has to do that. And there is none of that. This isn't Wolverine at all. But it's, yeah, but it's not even him just letting go either. No. It's not him returning to the animal. Like it's not, he's just, oh, I'm just going to be a, a bad guy for a I'm while. I'm going to be a punk. I'm going to go rescue Sabretooth's men. Yeah. That I doesn't... Don't know. I If I had to take a guess, the offerer told him, I can get you close to Sabretooth so that you can take him out. But you got to, like, train my team. And Wolverine said, okay. Now, why Wolverine offed the guy? 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a little curious about that, but even then I don't like it so much, I don't really care. Well, I have because a Because he already made, uh, what's her name, uh, Pinch, made sure that she didn't kill with the security guards. Yeah, so that makes me think, we, we're, we're going back to, what is it, the Digi-Comic, when he killed somebody, and we find out, oh, he was tricked by Sabretooth, that he's really a blah, 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 blah. So I feel like we're just going to find out in the end that he was tricked or he knew that this guy actually worked he didn't work for Sabretooth but maybe he worked for somebody else and that's why he needed to die yeah and I'm completely okay with Wolverine having been through what he's been through maybe he's changing because the other the other part big part of the interview I posted was that they were saying that Wolverine's really gonna figure out what his real morality is like how far he can push it or whatever but he's not pushing morality. He's well, no, just being anyway, an ass. I'm okay with him going back to being more violent against bad guys. Like with him, because that's how it used to be. He used to have no qualms about killing bad guys at all. And then he kind of okay. graduated. Yeah, I get that. And so him kind of being a little more indiscriminate about his own violence towards evil. Like not to quote the guy's tattoo, but to say I fight evil with evil. So maybe the and I don't like it as much as the character development we've had the last 10 years or so where he's kind of really tried to be like a samurai type okay, character. Okay, but is that guy's tattoo an Easter egg? I don't, I don't, I think it's I just I fight dumb. evil with evil. Well, it is dumb. But what I'm trying to say is, is it a clue? Is, I think is, it's a clue that they're trying to say that, that whatever this team of bad guys is, Wolverine's not going to let them kill innocent people or is going to try to... Pr- prevent them from killing innocent people and yet he took out the reporter who yes. seems to be innocent and who said Wolverine he I'm here for like, you maybe he felt see what I'm wondering is if he felt like he had to do it or maybe the armor maybe yeah. it's like a, a what is it a thing out of Charmed where they some kid drew them as superheroes and when they had the little masks on they were like I can do anything I want and the minute they took it off they were like oh I did a bad thing right well he does put his mask on before he shoots him which is kind of interesting because the guy had already seen his face but he didn't put it on it was already on Uh -uh. it was like he just readjusted it no uh uh look back show me the mask is off he's walking into the room the guy looks at him he pulls the mask over his face and the guy's still begging with him, and then he pulls out the gun and shoots him. Okay, so obviously the armor hasn't might be mind controlling him. I don't think so, but I, mean, I, I think the cover for next out. episode is way more interesting than everything that was in this one. I agree. I actually, as much as I thought this cover was okay, I love the next cover. But oh, we'll, I do we'll, too. We'll talk about that next time. But um. All right, so the other, the third big point from the interview, and I can refer to the interview, but I just read it. So So it's fresh on your mind. So Tom Brennan, the editor of the book. Needed to edit out more, but he didn't. Was comparing this Cornell's Wolverine story to Superior Spider-Man. Okay? And for Denise's sake, and for anybody else that maybe just reads Wolverine, uh, Superior Spider-Man is basically that Dr. Octopus switched minds. He was dying. Okay, and you switch minds of Peter Parker so that Peter Parker's consciousness would die in his body and he would have Spider-Man's body. So the, the gist of that story then has been that Dr. Octopus as Spider-Man still wants, he wants to be a hero now, but he's still doing like his own version of being a hero. So he still has like 
the things that are wrong with Dr. Octopus, and he kind of has to work through those and to be his own kind of hero. And it's kind of flipped the idea of being a hero on his ear, and it's actually been an awesome book. Probably one of the top ten comics of 2013 would be Superior Spider-Man, and probably pretty high in the top ten. Okay. So I think the idea was they were trying to compare this and say, this is going to make you re-examine Wolverine, that Wolverine's going to decide what kind of hero, you know, how much can you get away with as a hero, blah, blah, blah. But it's not the same thing because Wolverine's the same person. Yes. And he's already gone through all this growth, and to just abandon that because he got his butt whooped just makes him sound like a bitch. He is, and I guess that's the problem I have with this one, is it sounds like he's just... This isn't Wolverine. Oh, tooth hurt me. I'm going to just completely reevaluate my life. I'm going to shoot for the other side. He was right. I should just be evil. Right. He's such a weenie. Yeah. No, that should have challenged him to say, you know what? I, you were telling some truth, Sabretooth. I have been somewhat of a hypocrite. I'm going to do better, not I'm going to do worse. I don't know. The, the doing worse thing just, it makes Wolverine less of a character. I don't understand the flashback. I don't understand. Obviously, some time has passed. He appears to have had no growth. I mean, even in a tough situation over time, you're either going to like toughen up or you're going to completely crash. And there wasn't any of that. Like the the flashback even told us. Well, nothing. I think I think we're going to get the fill in time. like a page at a time over the issues. Ugh. <laughs> Well, that's, that's true to Cornell style. We had a lot of that in the last series, too. Yeah, and I just, I don't like it because I don't feel like he's giving me a nugget. He's not giving me a cookie. He's just, I'm going to explain this, and Maybe there's no cookie. you haven't no deserved a cookie. cookie. Did you do all your homework? I did do all my homework, <laughs> damn it. Did you fold the clothes? You fold the clothes. You're in charge of the laundry. Hey, we don't put that on the podcast. All right, so all that said, this is Wolverine number one. Mm-hmm. What do you want to grade it? Can I give it a grade of UG? Uh, you can say UG and then give it a grade. UG. It gets one. One out of six claws. Wow. If I could give it none. Oh, one? You can? I can give it none? Yeah, you can give it no claws. That's like for the worst book ever. People spent time working on this, so I should at least give them one claw. <laughs> so she's going to honor the number of the issue and give Wolverine number one, one out of six claws. Okay, so I love Ryan Stegman. Uh, not his best issue ever, but I still liked it other than Wolverine's hair. Cornell, man, it's getting harder and harder for me to remember what a good writer he's supposed to be. Because so far... I don't maybe maybe Wolverine's just not the right character. Is he for just him. spread too thin? Is that no, the issue? No, as far as I know, this is always writing right now. Okay, he might have an image book or something. I'm not aware is of. Is he going through a life issue, divorce, I kids? I'm just wondering if maybe Wolverine's not the best character for him. Maybe I don't know. I do like Paul Cornell, so please don't. I feel like we've been really negative this episode. Who me? <laughs> So I don't want to come off too negative because I do. I like Cornell a lot. His yes, stuff. Yes, Cornell, 
Jason talks about you regularly. In fact, sometimes I wonder if he has a man crush on you. That's not even true. Okay, no, it's not. But <laughs> it, he does like Cornell. No, I do. His, I'm his, the one that goes, ugh. His Lex Luthor stuff, when he was doing the Lex Luthor in Action Comics, is a great run. You should go read it if you haven't. And I thought, all right, so his first series on Wolverine, Denise didn't really like. I thought it was up and ugh. down. I thought it ended high. Denise did ugh. not agree. I think this series could still go places. Ugh. But this first issue just doesn't really do it for me. Um, Ugh. I'm going to give Wolverine number one. I do, I do really like the colors. And he does, there's a lot of good dialogue. There is. Yeah, I thought the, I thought the, the conversation was actually pretty good. Okay, so what's your rating? Uh, I'm going to give it three out of six claws. Really? And that's me being generous and optimistic. Okay, lots of generosity and yeah. lots of optimism. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this kind of extra episode. Yeah, I just wanted to take take a little bit and talk about the, I guess we'll call it the season opener. So anyway, Wolverine number one. Denise gives it one out of six claws. I push myself to give it three out of six claws. Oh, come on, give it two, give no, it two. I'm going to give it three just because oh, okay. of the art. So please uh, leave an iTunes review. Uh, you can like the Facebook page. You should like the Facebook page. You can go to the website for show notes. That's uh, snickcast.podbean.com. You can email. Um, in fact, why don't you email? Do you agree or disagree with our evaluation of this issue and Cornell's Wolverine overall? Do you love it? Hate it? Don't care? I've seen all three all over the internet. Agree with Denise that it's one ginormous ug. No, literally, like the stuff I read on the internet is literally a complete, like three-way split, like even. Like a third of the comments I see love this, a third of the comments I see hate this, and a third of the comments I see are like, eh, eh, it's okay. So yeah, but email snitcast at yahoo.com. and of course follow us on Twitter at snitcast. So that's going to do it for now. Uh, We'll catch you on the next episode. All right. Until then, take care. Hugs and snicks. Bye. Bye.